Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. from General Lee official, I'm a blast in any Yankee that sets foot on southern soil. So scram, Yankee! Ty Webb. Heavy Longmire. Gustav Mateblanc. Is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second? This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato. Enlighten me. Let's get this son bitch rolling. All right. <clears throat> Let's do this. We got a lot. Good. They are good, aren't we they? We got a lot of Twitter questions. Oh, do we? But before we get that, we have a crappy email from Fake Bailey J. Okay. And we have a very thoughtful email from Steve from Maryland. Steve from Maryland. I met, quote unquote, at the blowout one million. Is the one from the, is he the one that had the? That's PJ. PJ, okay. That's PJ okay. from Little Al. PJ from Little well, This Al. is Steve, uh, from, he's, a, he's friends with PJ. Is he the one that I sat there and talked to about Catfish, catfish Place? Yes. Okay, okay, yeah. And we had an email a couple of weeks ago from him. All right. He sent out a better one. But let, first off, where can you hear me? The podcast It's once again, three guys talking about stuff. I'm Gustav Monteblanc. I'm Ty Webb. And I am Heavy Longmire. And you can find us on Twitter. I am at Real Gustav. Ty Webb 3000. At Longmire Heavy. And you can email us at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com and whatever else. So now you know who we are and where to find us. So let's get down to brass tacks. This is in from Fake Bailey J. Referencing an episode a couple of weeks ago that Ty and I did where we talked about Mohawks. And Fake Bailey J., has sported the mohawk, much to my dismay. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. when you led me into the damn bear trap. Exactly. She says, this is titled, Judgmental Gustav. I That's like it already. That's a concept y'all are well familiar with. Yeah, I've, I've met that fella. Lived with him for the last 30-something years. Yep. I like to believe myself and Josh are exceptions to the rule regarding mohawks, though my mohawk days are gone. However, I am currently working on a rat tail. Uh-oh. <laughs> My condolences to you gentlemen on the loss of Powers Booth. I raise a glass of Kool-Aid to you. Oh, Too soon. It better nice. be black cherry. Nice. Thank you, the Nad... Or, no, sorry. Ty, the Nad kicking of Gustav would be the best. Now, 
First off, I never have been a fan of fake Bailey J's crazy hair because she's a beautiful woman as is, and I don't like it when she tricks up her hair. That's her hair. Let her do it. I know. But secondly, don't condemn and judge what you consider to be an alternative lifestyle. First off, I have always supported her in her. I'm talking about people wearing mohawks. Man, I see what you're trying to do. What? I'm trying to make this into an LGBTQ. No, 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 no. Fest. I'm talking about people. Wait, did I leave out a, one of the letters? I think there's a hashtag in there. I think there's or a question. Or yeah. Z well, or you something. You said Q. Okay. I think there's an ampersand. I don't understand the Q. That's queer. How's that different from the rest? I think Q can also mean questioning. Yeah. I thought it was queer. Yeah, well, I think I, it can, can mean go both. either or. Man, this is getting confusing. I know. I just somebody try to stay out of somebody it. Somebody call me when it's the Prince symbol. Okay. <laughs> Secondly, I extended the the right hand of Christian Fellowship once again to fake Bailey J to come on the air with us. A Laurel and Hardy handshake. Exactly, and said, "Hey, we're starting at seven. You'll be you can just come out for an hour, and you can be back home in time for bed." And she said, "No, ha, no." Come on, FBJ. So her... I ain't wearing a shirt. Her uh, willingness in her email to nad kick me only goes so far. She's not willing to put the uh, put the effort in. I'm going to turn her. I don't think that's <laughs> going to happen, but... <laughs> we also got an email, oddly enough, from the Professor Brad interaction with someone named Kevin Peterson trying to get me to join up to a solar energy group. Oh, yeah? Hey. But he's gonna be selling energy. I'm sure he is. Where do you get your energy? But his uh, and he's from California. World. Says, but his his verbiage is is weak and his syntax is horrible. So I'm not going to respond to him. Okay. Yeah. But be careful with those gerunds. Let's get to Steve here, and he says, "What is a Yankee?" Hmm. Well, let me tell you. Oh, go ahead. And this is a very thought provoking email. So, greeting podcast heroes. I'm writing to you today in hopes that on an upcoming episode, you can tackle a question for me that has long been a topic I'm interested in. The topic is, what exactly is a Yankee? As you may know, I'm originally from Maryland and moved to Texas when I was 15. I lived in Houston for several years, sorry about that, until I went to college in Lubbock before transferring to A&M and I stayed in the Bryan College Station area for much longer than I needed to because fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. I finally scratched out a degree and got the hell out of there. From there, I moved to Dallas and have been in DFW now for over 10 years. I married a fine lass who is Texas-born, and her family is from Jacksonville, Madisonville, and Orange, depending on which part of the family tree you're looking at. There you go. I've spent time all over Central Texas, Austin, San Antonio, and traveled all over East Texas for work, and now because of family. I've had clients in Longview, Texarkana, Tyler and my in-laws now reside in Atlanta, Texas. But we're first going to the Johnny Cash song Home for of a minute. Jackrabbits. Hell, I've even been to Wichita Falls and back multiple times. That has to count for a lot, right? My point is, I'm not someone who moved here and didn't take in most of what this great state has to offer. I've been around, you know. Hell, I even hunt now, and that's not something I did in Maryland. Well done. But having said that, make no mistake, when I tell anyone from Texas that I'm originally from Maryland, they almost always say the same thing. Oh, you're a Yankee. Most of the time, it's just kidding around, though in East Texas, especially, I've had several occasions where professionally, I had to go quite a ways to prove that I wasn't a complete jackass. Sorry, (laughs) I can't even talk. I wasn't a complete jackass once they found out I wasn't from Texas. Being a city boy to boot didn't help either. 
So in conclusion, podcast heroes, what are your thoughts on Yankees? Can you define the term specifically from your point of view and share some thoughts you have about people who qualify in your experience? I know Heavy will have some HSOs for sure, but I'm guessing all three of you swinging Ds will have plenty to say on the subject. Thanks again for all you've done to your bodies and be happy to know that Can You Hear Me is now officially a drop day listen for me and makes my damn day every time. Thanks, dudes. Stephen McKinney. And his uh, Twitter handle, if you'd like to talk to him, is SPC444. And this was sent from his work laptop because damn the man. Okay, first off. We can turn our mics off. I it think. sounds like he's, I mean, he's throwing a lot of tech, throwing around a lot of Texas bona fides. And, and I appreciate that. But, but <laughs> it, it sounds like you are a good, responsible Texas resident. And I'm sure you know this. I'm sure you've been told, but it almost sounded like you were asking for us to say, well, you're a Texan. He I'm, wants the I'm heavy sorry. stamp of approval. I'm, I'm sorry. I like you. I've met you. You're a nice guy. You can never be a Texan. Your children, if they were born here, they can be Texan. If they were, if they were born here, that's what makes a Texan. You have to be born here. But he got here as fast te- as he could. No, that doesn't count. The, uh, so now that that's cleared, the now, heroes of Texas weren't from Texas. They weren't Texans. You're going to stand upon the bloody monument that is the Alamo. Absolutely. And tell those 300 and some odd I'm heroes gonna, of the Republic that they were not Texans. They were Texicans or Texians. They were not Texans. I wish the viewer could see the smugness and just the, the, the downright the contempt. Contempt in his eyes right I'm now. I'm sorry. That's that's the rules. I didn't write them. I'm just repeating them. I have a feeling you have written some. I'm the, uh, thinking there's some pamphlets somewhere in this garage. Well, you know. Also, there's a difference to me between Yankee born and Yankee state of mind. I would agree on that. Oh, I agree on that. 100%. And the, the main issue I have are those with the Yankee state of mind. Yes. Like once you make the transfer over from giving up the Yankee state of mind, then you're all right in my book. So yeah, I'm not saying there's anything wrong. All right. So let's it sounds first, like you are. No. Can, can we take all. a step back to the original question and let's set some, some parameters here. Okay. We have established that heavy believes that unless you were born upon the soil of Texas, that you cannot be a Texan unless you were born on Texas soil. You are not a Texan unless you were born on Texas soil. Okay. So we've established that's Heavy's parameter. So what if you're born in Texas and move to Maine when you're six months old and grow up there? You're a, you're a Texan. Okay. Now, what constitutes a Yankee to his original question, geographically speaking? Geographically speaking, I'm going to go with the old term, the old definition, <laughs> which Maryland's one of those that's tricky because parts from latin descent (laughs) because right because western maryland is quite rough and rural and and you know well pennsylvania is quite rough and rural also exactly i mean and even in maryland in western maryland you'll still get some of those has he ever been to maryland there's not a chance i've watched lots of documentaries he watched the wire (laughs) yeah he's watched the wire uh, my definition of what is a Yankee is any of the states above the Mason-Dixon line. What about states that didn't exist when the Mason-Dixon line existed? Such as? Well, what about California? That's 
That's its West, own Westerly, Westerly, the cutoff is like I-35. I don't feel like you can use the word Westerly unless it's followed by wind. Hmm. I-35 is the cutoff. But the Yankee state of mind certainly permeates... In California? California. That's not the Yankee state of mind. That's the California state of mind. Well... California is like its own country. It is. It and or like Portland, all that. That's a that's a West Coast state of mind. That's completely different in my opinion. Well, I feel like there's even a there's a strong delineation between Portland, Seattle, that whole area from even California though. Oh yeah. And, yeah. I'm and talking then, I'm talking the liberalism. The, and then, and, the liberal elitism. And even California you can split up into about four states. Right. Yes. Right. I mean they're still rural. Cowboy California. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But go, to, go to Barstow and, and see how things and that's, fly. That's a Western state of mind. I lump that in with like the state of mind you see in Arizona and Utah. What do you consider and, Texas? Do you consider it the South? Do you consider it the man, Southwest? That's a tricky question. I know. That's why I asked it. <laughs> Again, I. You're the one sitting over there in the robe with a sector. I, I kind of dissect Texas along. What's that the map I, doing you're pulling out? Well, why look, are you pointing at, at an 1836 map? Well, look at this here. I kind of dissect Texas by I-35 and to a degree I-45, which for this demonstration, we will say. <laughs> why that does this feel like a Glenn Beck episode now for, with this whiteboard he's pulled for out? For this demonstration, we will say that 75 Central What are you doing Central with Ex- transparencies? Central Expressway is an extension of I-45. Everything east... We're into highway talk. <laughs> everything east of 75 and 45, I consider southern. More of a southern mentality. Everything west of, say, 35, you start getting into more western mentality. What I mean, about that gap between... 35 and 75. It's, it's urban until you get down so in the hill. Hold on, hold on, fine, hold on, hold on. Fine hold on. towns like, uh, Wattsboro is, uh, that's more, that's, that's 903. That, a 903 <laughs> that's, exemption. Right. That, that's kind of, I consider that kind of a no man's land. You're caught right there in the middle. Man, I Why just, did you derail him with this? We've just spent five minutes with him talking about highways. I just, I, I don't. Mean, I think you can dissect the state like that. Well, I think you can definitely dissect the state, but as I've far as never, mentalities, I've never considered any part of Texas as the Deep South or the South. When I, mean, I even when, when I, you go the farthest, like East Texas, Deep East Texas, mm-hmm. is it's still nothing like Mississippi, Alabama. No, no I mean. When I lived, which you lived in East Texas as well, and oh, you know I, the uh, when I lived in East Texas, it was a to me a it was kind of a culture change from. And I mean, you wouldn't think it would be. It's not that different, you know, and uh, not that far away, but it was definitely different. Big difference. The a difference in the mentality, you right? Know? And, East uh, Texas is, I mean, East Texas, Central Texas, North Texas, and West Texas. South Texas, all very different culture-wise. Yeah, very different culture-wise. Uh, so, yeah, as far as Texas, Western, Southern, I, shit, it's right, Texas. Let's get, let's get back to the Yankee thing, because we okay. could spend a whole hour talking about okay. internal I'm saying there, anything, Roll up the maps. Anything, okay, hold on. All right. Anything north of the Mason-Dixon line is uh, is Yankee. Okay. And you got no time for them. What about Kansas? The, Jayhawkers? Uh, yeah. That... uh. 
I throw them in there with Yankees. I mean, they're Midwestern. I mean, but Illinois, I throw Illinois as Yankees. Okay. What do you do with Missouri? They're kind of with... He, he has a Missouri compromise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, Missouri and Kansas, I kind of, they're, they're just kind of there. What the hell are you doing with Colorado? It's Western. But is it Yankee or not Yankee? Well, it's, it's Western. It's more Yankee than now than it was. It's just it's Western. Years ago. What about Iowa? Yankee. How about <laughs> we're going rapid fire? Wisconsin lightning round. Wisconsin Yankee. Uh, Minnesota Yankee. The Dakotas. They're Western. There's See, nobody there. You're drawing. You're not only drawing a line of demarcation with the Mason Dixon. You're drawing a line down the middle of the country too, to where I'm anything I-35 is any, basically anything west of there. You can't be a Yankee. No, those are your western. Okay, okay. Well, he's establishing where he yeah, thinks. He's, so he's he, drawing his heavy boundaries. And and I, other than Colorado and those aren't Yankees. But like, what do you consider? Because I've always had trouble with Denver like, is Yankees. Like, where do you put? Do you consider Florida the South? Yes. Depends. The Florida Panhandle, yes. So you're you're drawing another line in that state. Florida is a crazy ass place. Florida is in the same category as California to me. It's his own universe. Yeah, I, I mean, can I can kind of see that, but I still consider it the, the Florida Panhandle. I would say yeah, Southern. Anything anything on the um, eastern coast of Florida fits into that California category. Yeah. But inland Florida, mm-hmm. South. I mean, yeah, all it, South. It, yeah, but. So, yeah, okay. But we've established that heavy, and I don't disagree with him, that the Mason-Dixon line, and basically anything that was outside of the Confederacy during the war Mm -hmm. would be considered a Yankee. Yeah. Territories excluded. Territories excluded. All right. I I don't disagree with him. Now, I I do want to sing the praises of our fine... Yankee listeners, absolutely. I have I said there's anything wrong with them. Your face said a lot. Well, those hand motions you've been doing were, and these pamphlets that you've thrust into all. Read this some good stuff in there. You know, <laughs> Tom Ginsburg. They're all handwritten. Saint Tom. Saint Tom, great guy. Love Steve's him. a great guy. Love him. We've got a fair amount of listeners in Pennsylvania. Yeah. I've I got some damn good Yankee friends. I've not said anything. Well, we have yet to get a listener in fucking New Hampshire. Come on, New Hampshire. I don't know what the hell's going on with New Hampshire. I'd like to go to New Hampshire. And I would think, you know, New Hampshire's kind of got a libertarian bent to it. Bent to it. They might like us. Give us a try. We got Stan Bailey up there in Rhode Island, the only carpeted state, building fine homes. We got a lot of good Yankee listeners. And Yankee ingenuity has brought us so much. You're going to tell me we had not got one Dartmouth student listening? Not one. Maybe a... uh, What's that? Dartmouth janitor, something. Yeah, somebody that sneaks, guy that mows the football field, or some guy that sneaks in and solves equations on the board yeah. at Harvard. Yeah, I saw a documentary about that. Oh, really? Yeah. Anyway, I do think that the Yankee state of mind, as Ty pointed out, is the major factor there. Absolutely. And because here, let me lay this out. Because included in those states that I just laid out that are Yankee on the transparency, sure. I mean. What's this main area right here that it encompasses? That would be the great Rust Belt of the United States. Good, hard-working folks. Uh, Joe the Plumber, he's right up here. You know, good American. He dug deep for that one. Good American. You know, <laughs> so those 
those are, I mean, not to say, I mean, I don't think they're elitists or anything like that. It's just, I mean, they're, you know, they've been the backbone of America, just like the breadbasket has been the backbone of America. Now, Hats to, off to the farmers. Yes. <laughs> I will put in some Vote patriotic heavy. music behind that whole bed, you know, made a bed for that. Okay. Why are you standing? To Steve's point about his difficulty to prove his Texas resident credentials, Mm -hmm. I don't know that there's a way to overcome that. And and one of the things that sticks in my mind... Well, Heavy's made him a damn birther. Develop an accent. Yeah, and, and, you know, unfortunately, Steve does not have a a southern drawl. Nope. I mean, and I'm pretty hardcore on... On this, I mean, I was I was already in love and committed to my dear wife when I realized she was half Oki. If I'd have known that going into it, it'd have been a no go. But she was born in Texas. She was born in Texas. She is a Texan, but part of her family's not. Well, you know, my wife Ooh, is also was born in Texas. Was she? Yes. Okay. But she grew up as a dirt leg Oki. Yeah. Borderline. Uh, Just leave it borderline. River trash. Yeah. Yeah. But you know. But she puts up with you. She puts up with me, but she was born in Texas. Okay. She's a Texan. Same hospital I was. She's a Texan. Yeah. Like one of our friends who left here and moved to Missouri to do, uh, to live for a while, when him and his wife had kids, I mean, he wanted so bad to come down here for them to be born because he knows, I mean, and they've already moved back and the kids are young, like five and four five and three, something like that. But he knows that they're not Texans. And he wanted to come down here. He oh, the to, shame. He wanted to come back just so they could be born here, and then they'd go back to St. Louis. But uh, his wife wouldn't go for it. Well, she is from a, a different country altogether, so that right. would sound pretty insane to right. to a European person that would be yeah. like, you know, this is, this is crazy. Right. As we've talked it out, it sounds even crazier yeah. when you lay it all out. We just want to make it clear that Heavy is the only one that's attempting to excommunicate you. Well, I not think, at all. I think Heavy's trying to not build a all. wall on the northern border. I have proposed that to my state legislators, and uh, mainly for tick control. <laughs> <laughs> all the ticks and lice infestation. That's that, all Yankee driven. It's Okie driven. Bed bugs. Oh, so bugs. You, you want the wall on the red? Yeah, on the red river. Yeah, yeah. The red? on the red river. And uh, what about? Uh, we'll have decontamination stations set up <laughs> on every major highway crossing the red, where we spray them down, <laughs> dust them with seven dust. And, where are we going to get our diluted beer? Well, you don't have to anymore. I mean, it's a yeah. different time. Yeah, it's a different time. It's 21st century. Are you wanting to wall that's, off that's, any that's, other border or like the eastern and the western borders okay? Or you just yeah, want it on the red? Just on the red. And what about Rio Grande? No, I'm fine. Open that sucker he's up. He's running his own uh, <laughs> coyote operation, if you remember back yeah, to the partial I don't, have a, I don't have a problem with those good His folks. connections would have a real problem right. with that. Right. It's going to cut into his labor force. Um, I'm surprised you don't want to knock off the eastern border, too. No. I like Louisiana. How about Arkansas? Yeah, how about Arkansas? No, I like Arkansas. If I had to leave Texas, I'd probably go to Arkansas. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you for listening, Steve. Thank you for being a, uh, a such a good dude. Thank you, Steve. That was a great 
Great question. Thank Obviously, you, with with Heavy's adamant criteria, we can't make you a Texan, but I will make you an honorary Texan That's, in the Gustav book. That'll work. But Heavy will not recognize and, it. And Ty no, I'll recognize honorary. The, Ty signs As long as it has honorary in front of it. But Heavy is shaking his head as he's saying that. I don't. Not at all. All right. We asked for some Twitter questions. Boy, did we get them. Boy, did we get them. So, you know, we've got, we've got a, a few new listeners over the time. You know, we've got, um, Josh, the fake sports bot. We've got Aaron Cortez, fellow submariner with, uh, Brad, although they weren't on the same, uh, boat, but lots of new guys. We're thankful for all our, all our new listeners and really enjoy interacting with everybody. And things like this are what make it such a pleasure. So we're going to do some rapid fire stuff, which I know doesn't make much sense with us, but here we go. Heavy made quick work of that Mexican Fanta. Yes, he did. That's good, man. It has a different taste, doesn't it? It's much smoother. Sweet. It's very sweet. I brought Mexican Fantas for the for the boys today, but uh, you gonna make that guy sit in the truck? <laughs> we're through or what? I don't have anybody in the truck. The, Guy with the Mexican Fantas. No, I brought Mexican Fantas in the cooler. Talking about the Mexican guy, you've made stand outside all night. Sir, Josh asks, have you purchased gold as an investment and not Mm. just to get laid? (laughs) Let me go. You you made a face. I, I I have gold, yes. Heavy has a pretty vast collection of gold plated jewelry. Uh, Does that count? Turquoise, he has. All right. Huh? I I have purchased gold. Another one from Josh. Why isn't there a service that provides 24-7 driver slash security slash fall man for young pro athletes? Seems like a small cost for the tens of millions just invested in your draft pick. Keep him from <laughs> stupid trouble. I think it's a great idea. Great idea. I'm not so sure it's not out there. Yeah. They has had one of those. It It's a great idea. Yeah. And yeah. Every, I mean, I think every team probably has their own setup. But I think an independent organization, there's there's a market there for You're sure. You're assigned a mentor. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a much different than a, a babysitter. Well, a fall a, guy is what you really need. Yeah. A cleaner. Yeah. Mr. Wolf. Have you ever employed the services of a lawyer? How much monies did you give to said lawyer or team of lawyers? We are going to skip that answer. <laughs> there's, there's no way we're answering there's that. There's no way we're talking about that. The court order says so. Can You Hear Me does have someone on retainer. Even though he hadn't passed the bar yet. Get to work on that, JJ. All right, let's see. And Clorox, that habeas corpus filled car of yours. <laughs> you know what? Clorox, every damn thing that boy owns. Clorox, that boy. I'm worried about him. Seriously. JJ, I'm praying for you. That boy is full throttle. Man. All right. He's not like. He wants the ultimate. He's not like uh, Austin. Chase, chase who's going to live forever. JJ's no. gonna, it's gonna end badly, JJ, if you don't get right with the Lord. Alright, this is from Aaron. You can't wash everything off. Boy, you can't, no matter how hard you scrub. Do you buy into the myth that when you quench metal, it needs to be aligned to magnetic north? And no, I do not. That when you what? Quench metal when oh. you're smithing. Uh, no, I don't buy that. No. I put that in the wives tail category. And that got, you know, that got me thinking, you know, my house faces the north side of the road. Mm-hmm. But my road is not aligned with due magnetic north. Right. But in my mind, that's the north. Right. You know, I have to turn like maybe about eight, nine degrees to get right. magnetic get north. Right, catty corner. But when I'm outside, 
I square up with what my house is. I, you know, right. So I, and I think we're probably all guilty of that based on geography where we don't fit it. I heard a report, I think it was on NPR, where they were talking about dogs shitting on the magnetic north-south line. Like they would always align is what in their study was. So I watch my dogs shit a lot now. Okay. And apparently my dogs don't have any sense of what north-south is. They don't okay. give a rat's ass. Right. Half the time they're walking around actively shitting because they're bulldogs <laughs> and they can't do, they can't do anything simple. So they like walk a little shit, walk and, you know, anyway. Well, my, my kids got the biggest kick out of me telling them the farmer's tale of the, if you see turtles crossing the road, then it's going to rain. Mm-hmm. And now they're just obsessed with it. <laughs> kind of like I got obsessed. It when stands I was, true, too. Huh? When I was at a gun show and I heard some guys back during the Clinton era say that if you saw a blue sticker on the back of a speed limit sign, that was a marker for the coming UN invasion. Mm. I, I, I looked I've around. I mean, one. I didn't believe it, but I, I still look at the back of speed limit signs. <laughs> Keep an eye out. Keeping an eye out. I just never, in case. Just in case. I, you know, it was the dumbest thing ever, but I still look. We should have run a check on all those ones we stole. I never stole a stop sign. Well, you were in a different truck then that night. <laughs> never stole anything that would cause harm. All right. Uh, let's see. Oh, this one's for Ty. No. Hey. What's your favorite camel sig? Mine is the late camel red. That's another one from Aaron. Well, I guess mine right now, since I've got a pack in my pocket, is the menthol silver. That's not what you got over there, is it? Yeah, it is. Camel menthol silver. I thought you had crush. Well, it's the same thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. So I, the other day, bought cigarettes for the first time that I can ever remember when I stopped to get tie box yeah and i think i told you i felt like i was doing something wrong right those old camel non-filters would get Woo! your attention though my dad when my dad smoked he Woo! quit when i was a kid that he was just a step above he, rolling your own he smoked three packs of those a day good mm. lord three packs of non-filtered camels a day god that's strong yeah all right here's another one from josh still, still kicking too yeah why was the highly rated sci-fi hit series Firefly came talk Firefly abruptly canceled? Now I know Heavy has no clue about what this is. Yeah, I do. Do you really? Yeah, I never watched it. Okay, it but I'm aware like, of it. Uh, it wasn't on very long. Maybe 16 episodes. It I'm wasn't not long at all. Big on sci-fi. Yeah, that's why I said I didn't think you yeah. knew what it was. The it's guy a, I used to work with talked about it all the time. It's a very libertarian ideal show, you know. Yeah. Uh, I like it a lot. I. I guess it was just wasn't ready. I think if you released that show now, it would probably have staying power. Well, I think now that, that we're making America great again, boy, you got to just always go. What you worn that right in? I already I think, had his Joe what? the Plumber thing. Nathan Fillon is awesome. I liked him in Castle too. I like him a lot. Oddly enough, and and not that she doesn't like him, but Mrs. Gustav does not find him attractive. Well, I tell you what, on my top, do you five list probably it makes it move. Is uh, and the main reason why I kept watching Castle was the female lead on there. I've yeah, never watched that. Yeah, I've seen a little bit of it. I'm trying to think of her real name. Is she, it's a Eastern European type name, but she is boy, she's fantastic. That's Melania? a that was a great show too. What Melania or something no, like that? No. Golly, he Still is shooting. on fire, isn't he? Volume what shooter here? What? All right, Josh asks, why does my cat sleep with his asshole right beside my face? Oh man. I hate cats, and I don't trust them. I don't either. 
Yeah, I, my dog tries that shit. I got too. barn cats, but I don't have cats inside. We St- have had cats. Stanya Caddick. That's her name. Hmm. So Sounds dirty. look up. Do I've, yourself a favor and look her up. I've never watched Castle. She was on Castle. Oh yes. Is that she still was. going? No, I think no, it's over. It's yeah. over now. But it's fa- it was, was that one it was of those good doctor show. shows. No, no, it was a cop show. Cop okay. show. He's a he was a writer. He was really funny thing. on there, and she was. Is that like a network? She was so thing? great. Like NBC yeah. or something? That was Fox, maybe. No, it was ABC. Well, yeah. I don't watch any of that stuff. I don't get into those. Well, I have gone Too busy full... reading the word of the Lord? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I've gone full cord Trapper's cut, Digest. and I'm loving every minute of it. Yeah, I mean, it's, read, it's the only way to what? go. I've gone full cord cut. Oh, yeah? Love it. You will till football season rolls around. Yeah, let's not talk about that right now. Yeah. You got friends. That's true. A lot of them. Lots. Lots and lot, lots. Way of more them. than us. Yeah. I'll bring the pizza with the anchovies. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Be that asshole. I think I've eaten anchovy pizza one time. I did it on accident one time. No, I, I did it on purpose. Dickhead brought it to a church <laughs> function. I was like, ooh, pizza. Did you call him a dickhead? I did. I was like, this is, why don't you do That's this? That's a junior high word. Dickhead. <laughs> Nobody Dick likes knows. anchovies. Well, I like anchovies. I think that's as useful. The percentage as a... of people that like anchovies on pizza is, I would yeah. say, you getting that pizza to yourself. Sub one percent. Yeah. All right. Next. Oh, uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, would you rather eat anchovies or date a Yankee? I date a Yankee. Would you? Depended, I guess. Uh, I'm going to cut that, but I was just okay. trying to get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is a long form one from Josh. Okay. And this is a pretty good one. Y'all too and heavy, because this is before he knew you gotcha. were back. Gotcha. Before your triumphant return. Right. Y'all are stuck on a, tro- he says topical island, but I'm going to assume this is tropical. Right. So he's writing in a hurry. It's Y'all not, two are like a real st- trendy island. Stuck on a tropical island that is badass with all the badass stuff you want. All the drink, guns, games, animals, movies, all the cool shit you can imagine. But Sounds no- like my house. But no other people, just y'all three. You can communicate with the outside world via FaceTime or phone or internet or whatever. You can order all the shit you want online and someone delivers to you from a helicopter drop. You can leave the island and return to your current life. But if you leave, you will never see or communicate with the other two guys ever again in this lifetime. You stay or you go home. And then he drew a little cock and balls there for us too. As a little kind of... Nice. Excellent. A green cock, and it has yellow jizz going back to the... If you've got that color jizz, you need to see a doctor. Okay. All right. I can tell you right now, I would last about a week, and then I'd say, adios, motherfuckers. I I think you'd be the last one left. <laughs> I'd, I'd hang out for a while. A week. I mean, this means that you're never going to see your children again. We can FaceTime. Oh, it means, ready, means I'm never going to have up. sex with anybody but you two again. So that's no, we're not. We... There's animals there. <laughs> okay, he said there's all kinds of animals. <laughs> Wait a second before I answer this. Are there any pineapple or coconut trees? Well, he said all. It's it's a topical island, like with ointment everywhere. Yeah, little badge seal everywhere. No, I think I think we'd get tired of our own shit after about eight hours, and then we'd be. Hopping a drone. Yeah, I'd say by uh, about a week. Uh, a week I could do. At right about ten minutes after the second pass, heavy made at us. <laughs> well, it's we give of, him a little leeway on that first one. I, the first night, it's everything's gonna be fine. The second night, he's gonna say it's cold. Right. 
Who? Heavy. It's gonna, it's gonna I'm seven, not going to say it's cold. And 75 gonna, and clear. And, and he's going to he's going to want to, you know, we probably ought to huddle oh, to be uh, yeah. Conserve body heat. Conserve body heat. Yeah, and he, then he's going to teach us a new way to make fire. Invariably, he's going to throw an arm and a leg over on you. No doubt. Broke back, ma- broke yeah. back mountain. Yeah. yeah. I'm not like doing the, any more like leg the, wrestling heavy. Like tent, <laughs> yeah. Tent scene. We don't need to wear these loincloths heavy and oil ourselves. We got Why are all you the... burning all my clothes heavy? <laughs> so the name of the island would quickly become Fire Island. No doubt. It'd just be heavy there with a volleyball after about 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> with a whole cut uh, Anyway, just, yeah, I love these guys, but... Taking it, Wilson to town. If it came to that, I'm out. You know, I mean, not that there's... You know, maybe if Nathan Fillion was on the island, maybe. I don't know, but just Stay heavy and tight. There you go. All right. Now we have an uh, email from St. Tom, who heavy previously... Uh, Maligned so badly. Never. As a Yankee. Not true. And he says, need a palate cleanser. To the boys of the 903, currently watching The Keepers on Netflix, and it's really got me down, and yet I can't stop watching. We need to do an episode on that. If y'all I, need, watch, I, I have it not yet. started it yet. Y'all need to watch it. Do you guys have any suggestions for my next show or movie, your boy, Tommy G? Um, I've always got documentary recommendations. You love a documentary. But... The one that we were talking about today on Twitter that I want to investigate because I heard it's really good is that Handmaiden's Tale series. Right. I hadn't, I haven't watched it yet, but I heard it's really well, it was, good. It was a novel first. Yeah. And then, uh, Lim Neeson's dead wife before she died made a movie of it back in like the late eighties, early nineties. See, I thought it sounded familiar. I thought it was a chick flick thing. Is it not? Well, it certainly has some it has reproductive rights issues are at the you know essence of it. Mrs. Gustav watched it, said it was really good, although she said the last episode wasn't as good as the previous episodes. I'll tell you one, which I haven't finished all of but them. But that won't cleanse your palate, Tom, so stay away from that one. And one that I really enjoyed, it's a couple of years old now, I guess, is Bloodline. Did you ever watch that? I have not, but my parents really liked it. Man. It's Netflix, I think. It's yeah. Amazon Prime. I it's, think so. Well, yeah, one of those. I really enjoyed that one. It takes place in South Florida. It's got a... Uh, I never can remember that guy's name. I like him. It's a guy from Friday Night Lights. Yeah, and he was on... Uh, I don't like that guy. What's his name? I don't know. Those Tell me where the turn boys would know since they Tommy watched every episode of that. I've never that. seen that, but he was done some other movies and stuff. It's really good. I'll tell you a good show that I... It's it was on my list of like I watched the first season and then I got distracted with other stuff and now I'm going back to it. It it's far from light uplifting viewing, but it's the fall. Oh, is that the Gillian Anderson? Yeah, it's yeah. Gillian. I don't know Jillian. why you know Gillian, but <laughs> okay. I think Gilligan. I'm sorry, she's Gilligan's Island. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it's about a serial killer, but it's I've watched fantastic. A few of those. How many seasons are there now? Three. Okay. And they're short seasons. They're like yeah, six episodes. They're British or so. they, yeah, they, there was another one really that right. came out right around that time. Took place up in the Pacific Northwest. It was a cop show, and each season centered around one murder that they're trying to solve. And it was it had a it was a girl. This Twin Peaks girl cop and a guy cop. It was uh not the falling, the killing, the killing. 
The killing, maybe. That. All right. So, but Tom is asking for something a little lighter. She wants something light. Like, I, think, I think at least. I mean, not, you can watch okay. Friends on Netflix. I Let's guess. Let's not go too far. But C- Cannonball lines, Run is good. Oh, Cannonball Run is excellent. The other day, though, we started watching it as a joke, but it was a Tom Green movie. I think it was called The Butler, <laughs> which I was not familiar with. It starred Brooke Shields. Yes, The Killing. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I watched this movie as a joke and became. 100% emotionally invested oh my gosh. in the movie, even though I knew what the outcome was going to be, it was all going to be great, I got totally sucked in to Tom Green bonding with these kids and making a difference in their life. And Let me tell you what you need to do, Tommy. It's on Amazon Prime. And don't, I'll tell you what, if that won't cleanse your palate, Tom, don't watch I don't that. know what will. Don't School watch that. What you need something. to go watch is the more, 80s. Even more so. Okay. You need to go watch the 80s classic One Crazy Summer, and that will cleanse you. Mm, yeah. Let that wash over you. Or Strange Brew. Uh, Strange it still Brew. holds up. Does it? I hadn't seen yes, it. Yes. It's 20-something years, probably. Still. Man, Max von Sydow. That's right. Or, if you really want to commit, go start to finish and just bust it on SCTV. I don't know that well, it's available online. Well, but we have connections. Call now, us. You want to get something good, Thomas, and you want to feel like, fuck yeah, humanity, Flash Gordon. Never did Flash Gordon. Never did Flash. Oh, it's got a soundtrack by Queen. I like Queen. I mean, start to finish, it's got Max von Sydow's Man Merciless. Just going to let that one just let it sit there for a second. But yeah, you want just a feel good... This is what 1980 felt like. Sit your ass down and watch Xanadu. No, I cannot <laughs> stress not to do that. Uh, um, speaking of the 70s. I thought you were going to say speaking of Xanadu. No, but it did make me think. I did bring some things. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. As so he first off, unzips his bag. We were talking some smack about Chris Christopherson. Oh, how happy does that motherfucker look wow. right there? How and just so cool. how sexy too. I mean, just, just looks cool, cool as hell. That's just a good a, album too. It is a good album. Jesus was a Capricorn. Yeah, I'm not giving that one away. Uh oh. But I, I know oh, where this one's headed. I am giving Ty Webb yes. for service to the podcast and not disappearing for two months. A Ronnie Millsap greatest hits album. Got Smoky Mountain Rain. A- absolutely. Still has the plastic on it. That is a gem. It has uh, a whole bunch of songs that I'm sure I would know. but Stranger like in My them. House. No, it doesn't have that. This is from like 1980. I love so Ronnie Millsap. So it's even before he even gets any further along. And this is full Ronnie Millsap too because he's in the Blue Blockers. Yes. Can I say it again? Yes. Did you want to see the uh, Jesus Was a Capricorn? Yeah. Okay. Actually, that song, that's a John Prine song. Jesus was a Capricorn. Yeah. Got him one burning. Yeah. Down to the nub. That's one of my favorite album covers of his. Because most of them are kind of lackluster. And who's the chick? That's Rita Coolidge, I think. Is that Rita Coolidge? Who's the fake Frank Zappa? Uh, Is that Funky Donnie Fritz? Funky Donnie Fritz. No, that ain't Funky Donnie. I'm not sure who that is. This Millsap. You're tearing the damn plastic off of it. It's my fucking It is his. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. I guess so. Back on my mind again. Oh. Smoke. Daydreams about night things. Oh, that's a good one. That's Smoky Mountain Rain. It's a good got a one. Charlie Smoky Pride kind of feel good. to it. Smoky Mountain Rain. Just Pure keep love. on falling. I know you know that one. 
it was almost like Keep a song heavy. Calling. It was almost oh, like was a almost fucking like song. song. Golly, I wish I had a record player. We'd fire that sucker up. Oh, shit. Thank anyway, you. My day welcome. is made. Now, this made my day. All right. And I got this a few weeks ago. I've been waiting to share it. So, this is Charlie Daniels' band, Night Rider. Okay? It's okay. not a very good album at okay. all. But I like Charlie Daniels. It's from about 19, uh, shit, I don't know, like 74 or something. <laughs> when he was still good. So I get it. I listen to it. I'm like, eh, it's okay. It's not great. Not my favorite Charlie Daniels band. But I noticed this. Wow. Oh, my god. It is signed to Terry and Sue by fucking Charlie Daniels. Wow. Did you just find this? Yes, I just found it. I paid 50 cents for it. Oh, my god. And I went online and did some research. Like we did. Like we did. And this is Charlie Daniels' signature. Wow. Because, you know, you can look up anybody's autograph that's famous now. Right. You got to throw it. You gotta throw a frame around that. Well, but anyway, how yeah, about that? That's pretty sweet. That's that good album nice. cut. Man, I loved album art. So good. Well, so good. that was a, uh, that was a pleasant surprise. Cause like I said, I've got several albums of his that are great. I can't believe Terry and Sue let this go. Well, probably Terry probably and Sue. Probably the damn kids. The kids probably threw probably it out. They're probably, Terry and Sue probably dead. Probably. Would you rather listen to Charlie Daniels or Johnny Lee? Charlie Daniels. Heavy is contemplating. Man, Charlie Daniels got some good stuff. I just can't stand his old man Charlie. Just yeah. gets under my skin. He's Early a, Charlie is a whole nother beast. Uh, yeah. I'm going with Charlie. Man, what's the... Trudy? Uh, Trudy. Damn, I love that song. That is that such song. a damn good song. Do you know that song? <laughs> no, I Call up Trudy so. on the telephone. That is Call such a damn Trudy good song. Trudy on the telephone. Is it better than that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just Tell her I'm broke my eardrum. Well, this was just written with a full-on big pen. Oh yeah, too. this is like the old one that had just the 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 point of the pen sticking out. You know, mm-hmm. it had the mm-hmm. didn't have the ramp or anything. But I I was shocked by that. He's getting it on that horse too. Yeah, I always thought he was blind when I was a little kid because he always wore his hat down yeah. low. Yeah, and we had Millsap running around blind, so I right. thought, why not? Don't be trying to take. Blind thing away from well, Millsap. You know. Unlike Stevie Wonder, he's actually blind. So that's my latest uh, that's album a goodness. Good haul right there, Boy, sir. This made it worth the trip. Let me see that Ronnie Millsap. Be careful with that Millsap. Because I keep thinking someday you're going to get a record player. It, it's on the list. I don't know why I haven't done it yet. Now, do you have one? I just have a little one. I got a one. shitload of records. <laughs> do you have the, uh, did you just have the MP3 no. burner? No. I've wondered what that'll sound like. I don't think it would be good because most of the stuff that I find, mm, I'd be a legend in my time. The quality, you know, like <laughs> is that a title or is that just you talking to yourself? I hate That's that just I was me probably talking. talking when he said that. <laughs> you know, looking at these, like this Christopherson one, it's pretty good shape, but there are a couple of spots on it. Almost like a song. And so when you start to transfer that, yeah, you're going to get right. Yeah. You know, but you're going to get, I don't mind the hisses and the pops and stuff, but you'd start getting just really bad stuff. And I'm not like an audiophile where it's got to be this, yeah. you know. Pristine. I, I I really enjoy listening oh. to country records because yeah. it just sounds better. Mm-hmm. Rock sounds awful. Like anything yeah, that country I've got. Country on record is awesome. Let me give you boys a little jewel here. The last song on this album, uh, what a difference you've made in my life. Yeah. Up until it got destroyed. I can tell you exactly when it got destroyed. It was 1993. Remember it well. One of my aunts had an audio recording 
of a about a what year did this come out? Well, this is greatest hits. This is greatest hits. Yeah. So one of my aunts had an audio recording of about a four year old heavy. Oh, boy. singing at the top of his lungs, Ronnie Millsaps. What a difference you've made in my life. Yeah, that'd be some gold. That would be some gold. We would still like to get your senior play of Seven Brides for Seven Brothers and review that tape. And I think Ooh. that's doable. Yeah, I think there's a shot at that. I yeah. haven't reached out to some contacts, but I, I'm pretty sure I know a couple that probably have that tape. Because we were out of town and didn't get to see that. No, you didn't get to see it. No, we did, did not. You watch, wow. Did you see ours? Yes. The great Bye Bye Birdie? Yes, yes, to. yes. I saw that. Because I remember the big cod piece. We killed it. That uh, the lead wore. Okay. I don't remember that. No. No, he loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently Heavy did too. It stuck out in his mind. Since well, then. you know what kind of state Heavy was in then too. Yeah. He was seeing cod pieces everywhere. Yeah, that's a that's a great little haul you got there. I, I ought to bring my entire collection sometime when we go through it. It's or actually the good stuff. I mean, there's a lot of junk that I buy that just for me. Bring us all the Tom T. Hall. Mm. I got several, and I I found some Tom T. Hall songs that I didn't know that really? were like really good, really good. And, and they probably, I mean, it's probably like that they weren't heard. It's just we didn't hear them as they filtered down through the years. Yeah, you know, I mean, like I never heard. Pay no attention to Alice until Patterson Hood did that cover of it. I'd heard that. I don't ever remember hearing that. Yeah, but um, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff that because somebody else has recorded that. I think. Are you sure? I'd love to hear Haggard live in Muskogee on vinyl. I have it. I think I got a lot of Haggard. Do you? Yeah, I think I have that. God, but he sounds good on record. Oh, all of it sounds good. All the Bucko. I got a ton of Buck Owens. George Jones. I've got lots of Willie somewhere. I'm not sure where it's at, and they're probably ruined. Uh, all my mama's albums. Lots of Willie, Waylon. Yeah. I've got and the Let boys. It Bleed. Okay, and it sounds okay, and it's pretty good quality. But overall, the rock stuff I have, and the, the rock stuff tends to not be as good a shape. But it just doesn't sound as good as the country stuff. Yeah, because with rock, man, you gotta you gotta have that hi fi. Yeah, you gotta have that stereo for the picking up the electric yeah, and guitar. My little players and, just got the speakers built in. You know, yeah. it's not rock. Still sounds damn good on CD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I digitized because well, it's in stereo. I digitized yeah. all yeah. my stuff uh, a while back. What was the because when CDs came out, one of the Selling points was that the music sounded better, correct? Well, there because were it was digital, better than tape. It was better than tape, and one of the things was you lost the hiss. Yeah, you know. But part of it was, and I, I don't remember the exact. There was like AAD, and then yeah. ADD, and then yeah. there was DDD. So if you got DDD, that was something new that had been digitally recorded. Okay. And then it was digitally mastered, and then, you know, it was all... The biggest advancement for CDs to me was that you could just go track to track right. to track and skip around. Because I remember reading this article yeah. a couple of years ago from Neil Young, and he was on this big... He hates CDs, because right. he said it ruined... Well, he's the, created that player, you know, for right. non-compressed yes. music. He said it ruined the audio quality, especially MP3 files. Yeah. I ruined mean, ruined there, the audio once quality. Once you get into compression, then yes, you have loss because something and, has to be taken out of Yeah. And, uh, but I just was thinking, I was like, well, hell, I always thought CDs sounded better than tapes did. Well, they did, you know. Oh, and, uh, there's no doubt. 
it, and there are people, and I, like you said, if you had a big hi-fi that was great and, you know, the, a brand new record would sound great. Right. But that record gets scratched a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of those things. My record collection is a gimmick, you know, it's just because I haven't looked for every record I have online, but for the most part, I know it's all out there. Yeah. Cause there's somebody, like you said, with a, either a CD of it that's already put it out online of this old stuff, or there's somebody with a record player that's digitized it there. Mm-hmm. So there's really not like I'm saving anything because it doesn't exist anywhere oh, else. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just the nostalgia of it. It's nostalgia, and I'll put it on, and like you said, skipping around track to track, my mind is programmed because of the last, what, 30 years where I have had that ability to either skip the track on the CD or now skip to MP3. Mm-hmm. It's hard to sit and listen to a full album. Yeah. Gotta, I can listen. got to catch the lines just right where the song breaks to set that needle down. I mean, that, that opening sound though, when you put that needle on the vinyl is oh, yeah. magic. I'll listen to, I find it, I can listen to a side. All right. Mm-hmm. But to sit there and flip that album and listen to the other side, it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Kids I'm, today don't even, it's sad that they don't even know what the phrase get in the groove means. No, no. It make, doesn't it make y'all feel a thousand years old when you think about listening to records versus where we are today? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's come back now that it's retro and everything, mm-hmm. but I mean, it seems, that seems like a, a million miles away. Yeah, which when I was a kid, I had... Like when, when I, tapes was a big advance. Yes. Yeah. Like, we got tapes now. And then when you got the tape players that would automatically stop it in between songs... We are experiencing operating difficulties. Please stand by. Oh, when yeah. You, would, you, you had to, to adjust the tuning. To get the picture you know. to come in. Yeah. You've already twisted it, but now you got to tweak it just a little bit. Wow. And those settings like on the radio where it fucks. got to where you could just punch in and the little needle would go over yeah. to the next. Yeah. That was, I mean, that was technology. Yeah, yeah. our stuff. kids have no clue. And I realize, you know, like my grandfather would talk about how they would have to take the Model A battery out of the car to hook up to the radio because they didn't have any power. So, I mean, it's like, <laughs> here we are. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm mean, like, well, yeah, it's all relative. But it's amazing to think how far we've jumped. Oh, before I forget about speaking about radio, I did some research on our ham discussion. Oh, yeah. And it would be illegal for us to broadcast anything like this over ham frequency. Why is that? It's the regulations and stuff. It's Screw the regulations. Now, we could get a, Just the FCC? We could get a low-power FM transmitter. Oh, yeah. And so we my, could do that. My neighbors could pick it up. Yeah, so your neighbors could. <laughs> did I just, did I just hear blue blood liberal heavy say the phrase screw the regulations? Yes. How's that going to square? So here, here's, the, here's the thing. Just like despite my libertarian nature, I have a recognition that yes, we need some regulation. And despite heavy's liberal leanings, he's much more libertarian. Over oh, the years. I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I, I fully. Admit that, but I vote for more libertarians than I do other parties. I think I think we all find common ground in that pool. Uh, yeah, and that's funny that you know we've all kind of settled that independently. Just kind of, yeah. I mean, because bullshit's bullshit. Yeah. Well, I think the I think the nine hundred three has a libertarian spirit to it. That's mm, I don't know. 
Because most people know, aren't man. like us. But I think I mean, that's no, what it boils I, down to. I think over time, though, as things have progressed, that you have a lot more of that now because what used to be Democrats in the and same way with Republicans, what used to be hardcore Democrats and what used to be hardcore Republicans in the 903 both feel like they've been left at the altar. You know, because the Democrat, I, I mean, the Democrats, Democrats, do. what they used, what they, what they were when we were kids, the people that were, you know, all on board with the Democratic Party then don't recognize the Democratic Party that much now. Correct. And I think it's the same way for Republicans too, because they've both gone more to the extremes. I mean, I think a lot of the Republicans, like when we were growing up in the eighties, Mm-hmm. Would now think that like they're not on board with all this Tea Party bullshit. Oh no, they're not at all. But they still vote Republican. Well, yeah, but more of them would vote Libertarian now than would then. Oh, that's yeah. what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, if there, there was, if yeah. there was an option, there yeah. was right. there was hardly any Libertarian presence, even in political wonk discussion, let alone actually yeah. at the the voter level. I mean, but yeah. I just think I'd feel like that idea of like leave me the hell alone is pretty nine oh three. It is. To, there's, there's. It's the duality of all of it. It's the. I mean, I'll never forget. I can't remember. Well, it was the '08 election and being out at the county fair and seeing this guy that I know, who he works two jobs. You know, one's at Walmart, one's at a restaurant. Uh, I mean, works his butt off. Uh, has a disabled child. You know, in all these state services, and he's walking around with who was it? Was that McCain? Yeah. Yeah. Walking around with a McCain sign. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know, it's, it was the McCain sign and the something about guns in the other hand, you know, and I'm like, dude, you're, I don't, I, and I mean, and both sides do this, you know, right. I mean, it's just, you're that voting against your, your immediate best interest kind of thing. And hell, I don't know what the, I mean, both sides are going to lie to you. Both sides are going to fuck you. I mean, so who you want to get fucked by? That's basically the choice you're making. That's pretty much what he would say to us on that island, too. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that, that would be exactly how that went. All right, way to bring it down, Heavy. Yeah, you know. All right, well, I want to thank Steve, Tom, Josh, Aaron, and Fake Bailey J, even though she won't come and play with us. Easy. I. That's just a, you know, a non-sexual thing. I don't know why you got to turn it into... Just give me... Three hours. <laughs> and we'll have a wonderful conversation. Uh, uh, that's probably not helping any. Anyway, thank to everybody. Thank you to all our listeners. Do us a favor. If you like us and if you listen to us every week, tell somebody about it. You know, tell them, hey, these guys are interesting or funny or whatever lies you need to tell them to get them to try us out. And I guess we'll talk to you later. Adios. Bye. You know, if you were to follow a busy doctor as he makes his daily round of calls, you'd find yourself having a mighty busy time keeping up with him. Time out for many men of medicine usually means just long enough to enjoy a cigarette. And because they know what a pleasure it is to smoke a mild, good-tasting cigarette, they're particular about the brand they choose. In a repeated national survey, doctors in all branches of medicine... Doctors in all parts of the country were asked, What cigarette do you smoke, doctor? Once again, the brand named most was Camel. 
Yes, according to this repeated nationwide survey, more doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. Why not change to camels for the next 30 days and see what a difference it makes in your smoking enjoyment? See how camels agree with your throat. See how mild and good-tasting a cigarette can be. Championship Wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Sally. Good night from Dallas, Texas. <laughs>